thank you for choosing to listen to Mummy on a Break podcast. I am Maria Newman, otherwise known as Mummy on a Break. My journey to becoming Mummy on a Break started back in 2016. That was the year I took voluntary redundancy whilst on maternity leave with my second baby and without really having a plan. The only thing I knew at that moment was that I needed to change my job. And if I didn't seize the day and take my chance, I'd be in the same job doing the same thing up until the time I retired. The thought of that scared me. So long story short, I embarked on my journey of being mummy on a break, which actually started with my decision to start my own business. And by following a very windy road, it led me to create the life I really wanted. I now help women who were like the old me. I help busy working mums who are tired and exhausted take back control and create the life they really want. If you want to find out more about how I can help you, then check out my website, mummyonabreak.co.uk and click on work with me. However, for now, sit back, relax and enjoy this podcast episode. Welcome to the Mummy on a Break podcast. My name is Maria Newman and I am Mummy on a Break. You can find out more about me and Mummy on a Break on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. During this podcast series, I will be interviewing ordinary mums like you and me, who are mums in business. My guest today is Kirsty Northover and her business is Kirsty Northover Photography. As a photographer, Kirsty wants to capture the real essence of her clients and convey their amazing story through the images she takes. She creates images that bring together form, mood, emotion and location. Her images are stunning from newborn and family to personal branding photographs, replaying the story through photography. Welcome, Thank Kirsty. you. So, I know you, but our listeners don't. So can you tell us a bit about yourself, your story, so that our listeners can get a real essence for who you are? <laughs> okay. Um, I guess my um, story into um, my business and how it ended up being a business is probably a little bit of an unusual one. Um, but I was... my past career, my pre-mummy career, was uh, as an account manager for a pharmaceutical company. Um, so I spent 20 plus years in sales and marketing, um, bringing other companies kind of brands to life, you know, yeah. turning their marketing messages, which could be a bit dry, into something that meant something, you yeah. know, to my clients and, you know, etc. So that's what I always did. Um, and hadn't ever really considered leaving that I always wanted to run my own business but it was a case of golden handcuffs if I'm honest where I was and could never justify sort of jumping that ship and I was enjoying it and I was on the career sort of path and you know promotions were looming and stuff and it you know it was fine I was you know I was happy and then became pregnant and had Monty and there was definitely a shift in me at that point in terms of 
what I wanted the rest of my mm. life to look like. I was happy being away all the time and working long hours previously. Yeah. Um, but with a small baby or even a young child, that kind of wasn't the dream anymore. Um, but clearly I was going back to my job because that's what one does, you know, yeah. at the end of your maternity leave. Um, and when Monty was eight, eight months old, I had the delightful experience of a white van man driving into the back of me at traffic lights. Um, and because I'd just had a caesarean, and well, eight months previously, yeah, yeah. and I was still breastfeeding, and my body was just like some jello kind of thing, you know. It handled the accident really badly. Right. So I ended up like a twisted pelvis and whiplash injuries and all these kind of things. Um, and it messed me up for a little while physically. Yeah. And... I realised at that point that the amount of loyalty that I'd put into this company, um, even right up to my mat leave, planning all the training for my replacement when I was kind of supposed to be taking time off. And mm. you know what you do, the yeah. amount of loyalty yeah. and, you know, sort of sense of responsibility. It kind of all didn't mean anything. And at that point, I realised that I'd been a little bit of a fool Um going through the process with them which ended up them being a legal battle etc um because yeah because of the, all the things that they did that they shouldn't really have done mm. um either legally or ethically mm. um it just really made me evaluate whether putting that much into somebody else's business is ever really that sensible mm. and that's kind of how we were all brought up, wasn't it? You know, you you get your qualifications, if that's what you're doing, you get a job, you work really hard, and, you know, that's just the path that we were all on. Is, and yeah. that was kind of one of those, hang on a minute, just doesn't make sense to give over your soul um, and a huge portion of your life to someone that doesn't owe you anything and doesn't really care. They're not as invested in you as you are in them. Mm. And I just thought, okay, okay, fine. So focused on getting better for a bit. And then um, I remember walking around Westenburg one day with um, with my husband and, and uh, obviously the baby and saying, okay, I've got this idea. <laughs> My husband looked at me a bit sceptically um, because we'd been struggling to find the right newborn photographer for our family. Mm -hmm. um, I expected to be a very routine-based mummy because yeah. in my previous life I was the queen of organisation. I didn't even go on holiday without a spreadsheet which was colour-coded for various bits of information that I needed. That's impressive. And I know, like ridiculously. <laughs> and, uh, oh, that's travelling around, but you know, um, not for a package holiday. But And um, I ended up through, just because of, you know, who, uh, who Monty was, he was a sort of cluster-feeding Velcro baby. And all of these books about routines and this, that, and the other. Well, he hadn't read them. And that's not, that's <laughs> oh, not the page oh, that, he was that, on. That's inconsiderate. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, so actually, this is going to be a little bit different. And, mm. you know, that's fine. But, of course, trying to fit into a box of, like, some of these big studios mm. or, you know, um, yeah, you kind of get your hour and you have to be able to perform mm. in that hour and your child needs to play ball and it was one of the most stressful experiences I've ever had in my life and I just thought this that no there's a better way there are other mummies like me out mm. there who are just exhausted but they still want this image these mm. images mm. and um so little pickles photography 
was born. So I completely retrained. I spent loads of time and money um, investing with kind of like the best of the best. So um, you were already a photographer or you hadn't even done no, any? No, only ever hobbyist. Right. It had never been something that I had taken any further. And I thought, this is going to be it. So it came about with the with kind of like the dream in mind mm-hmm. of there's going to be this safe haven for families to come when, and it doesn't matter if their baby cluster feeds and it takes hours and hours and hours because they can just chill and it's fine. And, you know, it started with my strap line, um, your experience matters as much as your images. Yeah. Because that was lacking, I felt, in the market. Yeah. And although I didn't know how to create the images I wanted at that point, I knew what my clients were going to be getting from mm-hmm. the business so I had to backfill the skill set in terms of the photography and the posing and all the safety and you know all that kind of stuff but that was fine there's some amazing people in the world to le- learn from and my absolute newborn idol came over from Australia to London to teach a workshop and it was like, okay this is going to bankrupt me but if you're going to go in you know learn from the best so I signed up and worked with her and have done lots of other things around it since so that was happening um, until I felt I was ready to start offering my services to clients because I was still in my mummy bubble then mm. and you know sort of maternity and newborn and it was just lovely when siblings came in with babies as well just amazing and that was always going to be my business Mm -hmm. and I was really excited about it and then um I stumbled into an opportunity as tends to happen um to work with a lady that I'd met in a networking group and she needed some images really really quickly to use for a promotional campaign she's been featured in the press and the stuff she had wasn't fit except for her what she was doing now they were taking too long before and I sort of said oh gosh I'll help you out but it's kind of outside of my wheelhouse so it might be a disaster are you really sure like do you want to bring someone else this could be awful (laughs) and yet again I was driving to that thing never feeling more nervous you know in my life thinking what if I let them down what if it's awful Anyway, it actually turns out to be really great. And someone else came along and said, you two haven't stopped laughing. And I actually need some business imagery. And it's clearly going to be you because I'm terrified and I want to feel like she looks. And so that was then my next client when I wasn't even looking, you Mm. know. And it was only when I started thinking about it. And it's like, hang on. I had 20 plus years sales and marketing. My degree is psychology why had I been so closed off to personal branding when mm. it's obvious really yeah. um but I was in my mommy bubble and I was really happy there and you know that was cool so I've been really greedy and I've now got two sides to my business so I get both <laughs> I don't think that's greedy I think that's you're playing to your strengths aren't you yeah so you yeah. can offer two really nice services yeah and you enjoy doing it so it's a lot of overlap too my clients are often the same they just work with me in different ways but I'm really lucky like really really lucky (laughs) (laughs) so um you've got your business would you say it's still fairly new then or would where would you how would you class it I would say it's still fairly new I mean what are we now yeah Four, I think so I mean yeah that's still fairly new um, but interestingly this year 
feels very much all the foundations are solid they're there everything's done and I'm beginning to realize that there is a certain reputation I've managed to build I didn't even know I was doing it but I was and that's Mm -hmm. really that's been a lovely surprise even the last few weeks some of the conversations I've had it's like oh how do you know how I am oh oh okay then you know so there's been a few of those and actually this year it's all about where it's going Mm -hmm. it feels like this is a thing now it's not that embryonic oh I'm not really sure if this can work commercially but it feels like a nice thing to do to oh no this is a thing so do you feel established now yeah yeah from which now you can really like fly and that's newer this year I kind of felt it last year but didn't really have every fibre of my being believing it Mm -hmm. and this year it's different so since starting your business what has been your biggest challenge so I'm an absolute wimp genuine massive wimp I would never think that people say that because I'm quite high energy and enthusiastic but I'm actually I'm actually a wimp and I'm a real introvert so while I'm talking about things I'm passionate about I'm like Tigger you know on caffeine (laughs) and um but yeah Private Kirsty is kind of a bit different. It's like giving the duvet and the fluffy socks and my pyjama bottoms kind of thing, and I'm happy. Um, but so with that being the case, the hardest thing for me was coming out from behind Little Pickles Photography, mm. which was what I launched as for like the newborns and families, yeah. into being Kirsty Northover Photography. Yeah. There's nowhere to hide. It's suddenly all about me and what... I can do and having to go out there saying I can do this for you this is how I can help oh my goodness is Brits that feels weird right anyway like it feels really (laughs) uncomfortable um and it wasn't like sales and marketing in my previous job where I was talking about somebody else's Mm -hmm. messages and skills that obviously I only ever worked with companies I believed in and I was passionate Mm. about but this was talking about myself and it felt really scary quite vulnerable um there's a lot of other people out there and you know we all have lots of competition and it just felt scary to just do it and I think that's the difference this year so I rebranded last year and became Kirsty Northover Photography and that was where the oh I'm doing this but you know and trying to get that balance right so yeah I found that hard so how what have you done is it how have you overcome that challenge? How is it? How are you allowing it to sit better with you? So there's a there's a few things actually. One of them is to you've just got to get on with it, or it's not going to work. Yeah. And when it's only you, you know, we're all self-employed at this point. I'm a sole trader, and if I don't do it, no one else will. And I'm quite a tenacious person. Failure is not really something that I'm at all comfortable with <laughs> as a personality. Um, so it's like, if I want this to work and I can't possibly fail, then I've just got to do it. So, I mean, there's that logical part. <laughs> and um, I think there's also support from other people who can either help when needed, mm-hmm. um, because none of us know everything. We can't. When we work for companies, there's lots of different mm. departments making that big machine work. 
that well, suddenly we're by ourselves mm. and we just can't do it all we don't know it all and if we tried to learn it all nothing would ever get done and you know so we've got that as challenges mm-hmm. um so I sort of accepted a little while back that whilst I knew a certain amount about sort of sales and marketing and how things should be structured commercially sort of to run a successful business actually I was going to be bringing in an expert there so I've been working with a strategist who just helps make that you know that aspect work and sense checks me um and just yeah just doing it and when I wobble there's always another client who's there to reassure you that you're not going above yourself or you know whatever that is because actually their feedback's genuine Mm -hmm. they're actually paying us me for a service and if they're really happy about it and recommending me then there I, I can't be deluding myself be, and it's just trying to sort of keep going with reading those testimonials on the wobbly days because I'm, I'm human yeah, we all yeah, get wobbly yeah, days yeah. Oh, we do. We do. so <laughs> we it's that really I think it's kind of like the three the three elements I think for me so what is the ultimate dream if you could see into the future what does Kirsty Northover photography look like clearly I'm going to be ruling the world Um, (laughs) clearly (laughs) clearly um that's always evolving and growing my original dream was too small and I the more I achieve the more I keep realizing that actually it might change direction but it's so there's something new in the pipeline at the moment that hasn't taken shape properly yet Mm. which has turned into the really big scary scary dream and goal um but the shorter term one which isn't where i am yet is going to be using enough other experts um either to outsource or to bring in in some capacity so that i am only working on the stuff that needs me Mm -hmm. so that i can be kind of growing in that way um you know the way i work with my clients and obviously i'm a photographer so and there's only one of me Mm. so that is me that's where i add the most value arguably there's lots of other areas in my business that could run along perfectly fine without me hard to say he's a control freak but that you know so that's that's where I'm heading next but it's not the the big scary kind of one because that keeps changing shape in the ether but you definitely know you're on the right path mm-hmm. so you must have had lots of advice given to you along the way mm. which one stands out as something you like hold on to and ever so often go right I, need, I just I just need to remember what that person said so this bit of advice was something that initially didn't sit comfortably with me. Right. You know, sometimes you hear something and think, oh, <laughs> oh, yes, yes. <laughs> so um, this was actually um, another photographer in a different country that said it. and To she... you directly? No, I was okay. part of a group. Right. And um, she said that you think you're all photographers. <laughs> right your marketeers and we all went (laughs) (laughs) and obviously then you know she elaborated she said if you can't market yourself successfully you don't have a business 
you're not a photographer. So, and I kind of thought about that for a while and thought, no, I think you're right. And I think that applies to all of us as small business owners, because without clients, we don't have businesses. And as much as we might hate the sales and marketing side of it, that's what we need to be doing. Mm. We've got to have something that stacks up to expectation and that delights our customers. And Mm. I'm not saying that's not the case, but if we don't prioritize the marketing, we don't get to pay our bills. Mm. So that was the best piece of advice I've ever been told because it completely changed my mindset about how I was looking at my business. And and how did it do that? Where, Where were you and what was the shift? So I was spending a lot of time doing what a lot of us do when we start out, creating all of these nice to have things, you know, like magazines and brochures. And I was spending time sort of faffing with my website and, you know, I'd be going to like some networking, but I was hiding a lot and being busy arguably not choosing the right things to be busy with Mm -hmm. and as soon as that mind shift changed it was okay now when I'm prioritizing what needs to be done on my list there are certain things that always take priority and everything else can either wait or it gets done on you know other time and that was the shift in my business in terms of how successful it's been because Mm. Funnily enough, if I'm promoting myself, people know I exist and they yeah. can buy from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or not. Yeah. But, yes. you know, they yeah. have the choice. Mm. And, yeah, funny how that works, hey? <laughs> <laughs> so what's the piece of advice that you tend to give to others when you say, see either they're just starting yeah. on this, crazy roller coaster of a ride or if they just look a bit stuck what's that one piece of advice that you give out because you think it's like a nugget of gold i think it's we all need to be really honest with ourselves about whether this path's right for us because it is not an easy one and it's not some badge of honor Actually, I know a lot of business owners who have made the really informed choice that the right thing for them, either their mental health, physical health or, you know, family finances, is to go back into employment. Mm -hmm. And I think it's don't give yourself such a hard time and don't feel like you have to carry on just because you've started. It doesn't matter if someone thinks something about that. Mm. Just just do what's right for you. And that comes into just being real. We need to just stop pretending that everything's sitting around drinking coffees and having a lovely life because it's such hard work and you've got to be able to put that into it and you've got to want to. Mm. Sometimes we try and turn our hobbies into a business and we suck all the fun out of it and maybe they will be better as a hobby and something else pays the bills. So it's just having that hard conversation with yourself and if you really want it, find people that can help you achieve it. There's loads of people around that can. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, you don't. I think that's the thing. When you first start on this journey, you just assume that you're in it by yourself, and I'm gonna do this. Mm-hmm. But that it, it's amazing how many people are out there, and actually, especially if you've come from um a, the corporate world where mm-hmm. a network is around you anyway, yeah. you then need to create that network. Yeah. When you go into business for yourself. Yeah. Even if it's just to have people to go. <laughs> it's all going bad you just need to go on someone's shoulder I know and it's being really honest with yourself about what it is you actually need like there's certain some of us 
some days just need that person to go, it's okay, yeah. don't worry, yeah. you know, and you need that emotional kind of support. And sometimes you need someone that's able to be really analytical and say, you're kidding yourself, mm. you know, give you a bit of a kick up the bottom mm. mm-hmm. and challenge you on the direction you're taking. And I think both, it doesn't always need to be the same person, mm-hmm. but you need both. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it honestly, they say it takes a village to raise a child. It also <laughs> takes a village to kind of get business owners from embryonic to yeah. where they're planning on oh, going. I love it's that. It's just, you know. You do, you do, you do. So, Kirsty, you are a mum. I am. And a mum in business. Yeah. How do you manage the mummy juggle? I don't know that I do. <laughs> I mean, have you not got lots of spreadsheets? <laughs> Does anyone really <laughs> nail that? I think whatever you're doing, you feel guilty, don't you? I mean, mm-hmm. it's just like imprinted in your DNA when you get pregnant. But I, I'm organised. This won't surprise you. Um, and even when I started the business where Monty was still quite small, I had childcare certain days of the week and that was me literally head down getting it done. Mm. Um, and I've chosen to be um, map my hours a bit differently now that he started school and I've got holidays and things. So we kind of have the during school hours, I'm full on in my business. Mm-hmm. I have to work evenings and weekends to plug the gaps that I didn't get done in the day. But that's when he's either visiting granddad and grandma, which is a delight for him rather than farming him out. And on an evening, he's asleep. Yeah. So I just get a bit creative and I'm not too precious about when I do stuff anymore. As long as it gets done and as long as my clients are happy and my child's getting what he needs from me, you know, which he does. And so. I think that, that is the important thing, isn't it? That you have that network around you that can support you so that if you do need to go and work, but yeah. he's with you, then yeah. you know there's someone that yeah. he wants to spend time with yeah. so that you can go and do what you need to yeah. and he's happy and then you can come back together. Yeah. And I love being the one that picks him up from school. You know, seeing him, that's a big thing for him and I and, you know, we've got half an hour in the car to get home and we cover quite a lot in that sort of half an hour by ourselves and it just feels like I'm very present for him because he doesn't know what I'm doing in the day or on an evening and if he's at you know doing something on a weekend he doesn't really know that mummy's working like as far as he's concerned mummy's around um you're just at home mummy might be a sleep deprived (laughs) wreck but you know mummy's around and that's just what we do isn't it so if there's a mum who's listening to this podcast on the verge of or make at the point of making that decision to go and start their own, her, her own business, she's got, a, she's got an idea, what would you say? <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, I think be really, really realistic about what your goals are, what you want to be achieving from the business and then look at whether you can achieve that with the time you've got. I had this idea in my head that when Monty started school, I would have so many more hours. Mm -hmm. You factor in school runs and plays and holidays and things, and it's like, oh, miscalculation there. (laughs) So you either end up having to do everything all around the edges to still achieve the goals that have been set, or you need to tweak them. And I think we underestimate how much you know, being a mummy, if that's what we are choosing, the type of mummy we're mm-hmm. choosing to be, mm-hmm. how much time that actually takes, even when they're at school. So, 
just be really realistic about what you can achieve and if that's right yeah and it's happy you know everything's going to work yeah. then absolutely go for it but yeah if the dots aren't quite joining up then <laughs> reconsider <laughs> so how can somebody get in contact with you if they've listened to this and whether they just want to pick your brain further mm-hmm. or they think oh, she sounds really nice I need to go and have like my branding done <laughs> or I'm about to have a baby I need a newborn photographer what's the best way to contact you so the best way would be my website which is kirstynorthover.co.uk because in there is the schedule a call option and I'm fairly chatty as a person <laughs> I love getting to know people and their stories um, so that's the easiest way um, on the personal branding side I am most active on LinkedIn right um, on there obviously is Kirsty Northover and that's where I share a lot of my tips and you know techniques and a lot of people are scared of video and I do a lot of them so I share a lot of that on LinkedIn um and I'm also on Facebook and Instagram as Kirsty Northover Photography but less active on those two because there's only one of me there is only one of you so the website or LinkedIn depending on yeah you can contact me via the others you just won't see me popping up quite so much probably which I need to fix (laughs) well thank you very much Kirsty and thank you everyone for listening thank you Thank you.